Hello, Attactioneers. Welcome to the Attack Action Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor the Heavy Moro. And I'm your host, Zane the Taylor Johnson. <laughs> that is actually my middle name for anyone. Yeah, the Taylor. Curious. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. So uh, welcome to the cast once again, Zane. You're here now. You're part of the team. Welcome. Now in true attack action podcast lore, you're now fated to probably like win some sort of big tournament or something the next thing you go to. So congratulations. I sure hope so. That'd be great. Yeah. Glad to be a part of the team and glad to be doing a set review. I love these. Hell yeah. Yeah, you're the right man for this job. I'm going to adjust my microphone so it's less in my way. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so this is our heavy hitters set review. We're going to vamp for a brief moment and then just get right into it because it's pff, we got a lot to talk about. So Zane, you are personal best friends with Yuki Lee Bender. Uh, sure am. She just went on a rampage. Tell mm-hmm. us about that rampage, because I'm sure you were just like Snapchatting her all all day. Well, the, the queen, whole team. slay queen, you got it, etc. So the lesser the lesser known name, but uh, Nia Tran also on basically the same deck, who's also on the team, uh, got to the semis and then had like kind of an unfortunate judge call. Not to like say he would have won or lost that game based on that, but. Mm. Potentially, the finals of the Battle Harden was going to be two teams, Stroop Waffle members on the same, essentially, KO deck, um, which has been kind of a joke in the Discord of, like, you know, I guess we're playing Brute. Like, it just kind of feels like <laughs> boost dash and, like, Nia, like, doesn't like Brute. And, um, but it's it's fast. It blocks better than people think it does. It has some interesting cards, and I don't think people had really realized kind of the ceiling of cast bones and like its ability to help you get over fatigue and so yeah they just went on a rampage uh the the deck was 19 and 2 um i guess there was there's subtle differences between the two decks but yuki went 11 and 0 i think it is and then neo went 8 and 2 losing in the semis so <laughs> 11 and 0 is just nuts yeah crazy crazy but that's crazy y- yuki's obviously insane you know, yeah. no surprise. She wins on whatever deck she wants. Um, she was between multiple decks going into the day, had kind of a, a bad sealed pool and a frustrating calling. So chose the right deck. Chose yeah. the right deck for sure. That's fun. Uh, having traveled with Yuki, sometimes she will uh, bring a number of decks and kind of like walk around. Prowl, I think is the yep. right word. Uh, and scope her prey and then kind of pick absolute last minute. <laughs> So yeah, which it's a pretty reasonable thing to do. I think yeah. she was high on Vic, like Victor too, and like was just wanting to play one of the new decks and landed on Kale, which was a very good choice. Very cool. Yeah, Savage Feats. They just put out a like Ko uh, class, which was uh, pretty funny. I I didn't get through all of it, but it was uh, it's hilarious. It was a good vibe. I haven't watched it yet, but I did see that come up in my YouTube yeah. recommended today. Welcome to Value School, bitch, or something like that. It was great. <laughs> Is good. It is the new it's math good. deck. Like, if yeah. it's the numbers deck. It's the, it's stubbyfy. Not it's like not stubbyfy speed, but like yeah, where it's like just the math of this deck is kind of hard to match. Now, how do you feel about 
the instant success of heavy hitters in the classic constructed format just briefly before we dive back into limited in our set review here yeah i think it's welcome i think there's been a sentiment that like the sets have been not as impactful as they used to be which obviously there's just like a kind of funny dichotomy of monarch tales everfest just like slamming <laughs> the most powerful oh, heroes well, we've well. ever seen yeah and then like kind of a step back, like obviously outsiders kind of give us, I mean, the uprising heroes were very strong as well. And then we have outsiders that makes Lexi kind of at that level. And then we have a couple sets where the heroes don't immediately just dominate the meta, which ultimately is a good thing, but yeah. there's this sentiment that like, oh, the new sets don't even matter. Like whatever, like Dustal Dawn had no impact, which is not true, but it there's just, there's some truth to it. And then bright lights, you know, dash more or less takes one or two cards from that um so i'm glad that we're seeing a set of impact you know we'll see if it's like too much right um i i don't think so i think that there's some cards that are pretty pushed but like they should be there you know every set should have something that changes a class identity a little bit gives us a little more tools and i think we've seen that with this set yeah i I was thinking about it today and I was, I think normally I'm like, ah, oh, man, come on. Why does the new set always have to have just like some busted ass shit in it? You know, <laughs> come on, man. But, but not every set has. And then, yeah. And then we've been at this like kind of, you know, you, you touched on it, this, not a low point, but a less impactful point from like new sets. And so mm -hmm. I'm like, welcomed this like, oh yeah, shake it up, baby. Give it to me. Like, let's. Let's go. Let's have some new shit happen. So I'm totally. psyched. And if it's like, well, no, I, I, I'm I'm misspeaking here. Uh, I'm excited for a brand new meta and new things to attack and solve and that sort of thing. You know what I totally. mean? Totally. And we and we see with that battle hardened, like they're not taking over, right? Like three yeah. of the eight heroes are new heroes, and then. Let's see, like six of the eight are the classes that are supported. So that's, you know, maybe a little much, but these are classes that were already powerful. With, yeah. You know, Guardian. Guardian's going to take two spots of every top eight for the end of, till the end of time. Um, and, the, and there's always like a period of like, okay, here's the best deck, you know, in quotations. I'm not, we're not saying KO is, it could be, you never know. Could be Victor, could be this unheard of Betsy deck that nobody's found yet, et cetera. Uh, but it's like once that is widely adopted, then people can widely target it. And then, you totally. know, so it takes time. So uh, if you're at home on your couch ready to flip out because you're like, ah, Gabe's broken, broken hero right away. Just chill. It's so early. Yeah. It's so too early. Too early. Way too early. Yeah. KO's good. KO's real good, but he's not unbeatable. Yeah. He's only got one arm. That's all he needs, though. He's only really. got one arm, but his armor is, <laughs> is something else. Yeah, totally. He's just like fridged up. Boys yeah. padded up. Okay. Well, anything else you want to talk about before we get into the set review here, sir? Um, also, a quick shout out to Ellie, also on the team, for top oh, eight yeah. calling, the limited calling. Um, yeah. Just a crazy showing, so congrats to her. Hell yeah. Love that. Great job, everybody uh great shout outs okay so set review so here we go so we're using a one through five star system 
rating. Yep. One being tear it up, throw it away. It's terrible. Five being best card in the set. Draft this, you will win. We're thinking uh, V of the Vanguard, uh, Dread Scythe, uh, Winter's Soul Whale. Re- Soul Reaping. Yeah. Just like absolute Voltaire. Yeah. Yeah. Voltaire. Yeah. Okay. Et cetera. Um, and then your fours, way super good. You would love to draft a million of those, but probably can't because everybody's pack one, pick, pick oneing them. Three is your, you would like to have probably the majority of your deck be threes. And mm-hmm. then twos are maybe niche, uh, but really don't want any of those. Yep. Or Narrow. a high density of those. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Could be good, but only in these weird situations. Mm-hmm. And so Zane has his ratings and I have my ratings and then we'll compare notes as we go down. So uh, we're just going to start off right at the top uh, with a ball breaker. So uh, I'll read that aloud. So ball breaker is a brute weapon one handed uh, once per turn action cost two to attack. And if you discarded a card with six or more power, it gets plus one. So then it's a. Uh, two for four rather than a two for three. So I just gave this bad boy three stars. And I gave this four stars. Nice. Tell me why. I think why. That this can have a, a big impact on actually how you play the game and, and change a little bit of what you want. Um, but I think that this is very playable in both Brutes. I think it's insane in Reinar, um, but even very good in KO as you can buff it with the windups or play it after something with agility um, it's pretty reliable to get it to four and it's also not often that reliable to claw or to attack claw and then do something else mm-hmm. so a lot of the times your claw is the end of your turn so just having the upside of that three being able to be four sometimes is is very strong totally i could agree with that uh i just gave it a three because uh i don't know if i would pack one pick one it but I certainly would, you know, if it kind of came around, pick three, four, I would swoop it mm-hmm. up for sure. Yeah. You know, I would say it's a, like a weak pack one, pick one, but it's like in, it's in the conversation. Like if the, yeah. if the pack's weak, then I'm taking it. Cool. Awesome. Here we go. Next All card. Right. Next up, we got mini meat axe kind of follows the same template Two cost attacks for three. And it's text is when this attacks, draw a card, then discard a random card. No effect um, after that. So similar to Ravenous Meat Axe from Monarch, but that obviously two-handed and gets a buff. I gave this two stars. I'm just not sure really why you would want this outside of Fringe Reinar or Intimidate. Right. Yeah, that was kind of my feeling as well. Two stars. I don't know if it's going to be better than a Claw or the Ball Breaker. And if I'm going to spend my two resources on like a chance to intimidate their last card i could just have a card that attacks for more rather than a weapon you know what i mean yeah it's just pretty narrow like it has a use i I feel like it should probably buff itself or do something but you know it's okay totally here we go next up is the ko specialization brute equipment headpiece uh, it has action, destroy this, roll a six-sided die. Oh, yeah, it's called Knucklehead. Uh, it's called until knucklehead, 
the end of your turn, your base intellect is the number rolled, and it has temper two. So you're going to roll a die and then get that level of intellect. I actually gave this three stars just because it blocks for two, temper two. And when a set has so many block for twos, it's really nice to have something that's on your armor that you could mm-hmm. get three value out of. So gave it three stars. Okay, so this will cause a little a little note. When I went through the first time, I had very few fives and literally no ones. So I went back and kind of adjusted some scales. So I actually gave Knucklehead a five. Oh. Um, and again, this card is blank 99.9% of the games, but it is yeah. three life plus. You know, it, it's more than three life really when you consider like the wagering. Um, and I think that this card is a reason to be KO. Like it is, that is a lot of armor. Non-contextual armor doesn't require anything to have happened. I think it's very yeah. powerful. Okay, sweet. Nice. Love it. All right, next up we got Monstrous Veil. This is the Reinar spec. Um, it has an action that says destroy this, draw a card, discard a random card, which is similar to Skullhorn. And then it has Battleworn 1. Um, I gave this four stars. I do think it's notably worse um, than, than Knucklehead, but it's still very powerful and can help you end games um, sooner than your opponent may think that you are able to. Yeah, that's a great point. I gave it three stars. Uh, it's, you know, it's great because it has the battle worn, so you can use it and then use its mm-hmm. ability later. So that's like really, really powerful. Um, <clears throat> but sometimes in draft, you might not have like the right setup to be able to use it, even though you are that hero. So maybe it's because of my lack of knowledge or, um, skill with brute type heroes that maybe gives me this a little bit less but we're going with three just totally fine average not average but yeah. you know above average card strong there's a lot of head pieces so that's fair there's other yeah. ones you could get totally next up we have raw meat brute chest equipment it blocks for zero but it has temper and then it says if you control an agility token it gets plus one if you control a might token it also gets plus one defense. Uh, I give this three stars as well. Uh, I think it's pretty good. It's not un. It's it's pretty common. You have both of those yeah. uh, tokens. Like that's what the whole set is based on is the having those tokens, etc. You know, just the tokens in the set. So I give it three stars. It's going to block two at some point. It's pretty good. Yeah, totally. I gave it a four. I think of the token generation, like KO, who is kind of the premier brute in limited, is very good at creating might. Yeah. And then yeah. all you have to do is create agility twice and you're getting three value out of this, which as we talked about with Knucklehead is very good. Yep. Um, Knucklehead obviously is a little more flexible, so it has a higher score, but I think raw meat is very powerful. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe I gave it a little low rating, but I just also feel like I- sometimes when you're against the brutes, the games don't go on as long sometimes so you have sure. less opportunities anyway i think but the first time you like the first time you like are able to get the three block out of it and then kind of like build what you're doing to like make that happen yeah. you start to see like oh my gosh this is actually kind of nuts yeah yeah totally fair all right next up we got send packing this is the yellow brute cnc ish um it's three for six blocks three 
And then when it attacks, it banishes the card in their arsenal. And then if you don't hit, they get the card back. Um, I gave this a four. I think obviously this is majestic, won't show up in every pod. But I think if you see this, it's very powerful. There's a lot of two blocks in the set. Very likely your opponent doesn't have, you know, three two blocks in any given hand. And there's also no like, you know, sigil of solace from Arsenal or anything cute to like bait you. So this is a very powerful card. Yeah, I also gave it four stars, especially because it's really easy to just buff up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a money where your mouth is off a of vigor token. There's plenty of one cost pumps that you're pretty regularly having vigor to just use. So it's like totally. really easy to just have three cards and this can come in for nine, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I also gave it four stars. So if you get it, it could be pretty good. Uh, also next just up, take it because it's expensive. <laughs> yeah, totally value draft. <laughs> Uh, next up, Show No Mercy is a brute action attack. Costs three, red pitch, defense for three, attacks for six. And it's a Rhinar spec. When this attacks a hero, intimidate them. If the defending hero has no cards in hand, this gets plus three. I give this three slash four. It's uh, it, at bare minimum, it's a six powered attack that defends for three. And it has mm -hmm. ridiculous upside. So, yep, pretty good in this set. I fully agree. I gave it a three. It's on the very high end of three. Um, yeah. It almost guarantees damage is going across. Um, and then anything with the word intimidate on it is better than you think it is in yeah. this set. If you intimidate their red block card that does nothing in yeah. their hand, it's, it's a beating. So this card is... Not maybe the most consistent, but very powerful. It also is Reinar spec, which worth noting, Reinar is kind of niche in limited yeah, seemingly until we figure it out. So it, it does kind of put you in a hole, but still yeah. think it's worth taking. Well, even just intimidate, having two instances of intimidate, right? If you can uh, bellows beat chest into this, like you could get rid of their two, two blocks or their two, three yeah. blocks in their hand all of a sudden. And now their hand blocks for four, you know, it's pretty good. Oh yeah. Or you can monstrous veil into it. <laughs> Get that third one out of there, baby. All right, we'll go to the Zeitgeist card next. Cast Bones. This is a zero-cost brute action. You reveal the top six cards of your deck. You get might tokens equal to the number of sixes you reveal, or fives if you're KO. And if you control six or more might tokens as this card resolves, you'll create an agility. Um, this card is insane. I gave it a four. It is flirting with five. Um, it's... <laughs> you know like a cc staple discard is very very powerful you know i only gave this three stars because i was unsure of how consistent the six top cards of your deck are going to be and if you're going to get the six might tokens mm -hmm. uh so i don't know i mean if you hit four I right, guess which if, is pretty yeah pretty reasonable to do yeah. it's still a zero zero for four that damage stacks like yeah. puts, you know more damage on one turn which is always a good thing that's true yeah and it's a three block non-attack against warrior yeah i guess that's pretty good i'll give it 3.5 then sounds good uh next up is reckless charge brute action three block it's a blue and it's free it's a ko spec roll a six-sided die gain action points equal to half the number rolled Rounded down. 
And if you've rolled a six on a die this turn, draw a card. So it's scab skins, but a card that also gives you three resources and draws you a card. Uh, I gave this two stars. Could be awesome. Don't know if I would ever pick it in a draft, though. Yeah, I also gave it two. It's just a blue three block, and then it can get you out of a hole if like you're really deep, but... I think it it's fun for like outside of limited if you pair it with a ready to roll or something and oh um, totally yeah but even then it's like it's just fine um, yeah but it blocks three it's non attack it's blue we like that yeah it's serviceable yep next up we got no fear this is the the brute oasis respite kind of um, <laughs> zero cost red instant. Um, as an additional cost, you can choose to banish any number of six attacks in your hand, and then no fear prevents two damage plus the amount of sixes you banish. If this is an arsenal and there's four sixes in hand, it's a zero, zero for six. Um, that doesn't turn on things like saber. I gave it a four. I think it's really strong. I think it's also narrow, and it's not a six, so it affects consistency, but overall it's still very powerful. Yeah, I had no way how to figure out how to rate. I was just like, I don't get it i guess uh so i gave it two stars so i don't know it's also a like pseudo dereact which there's not a lot of yeah um right like reaction speed defense which is valuable um, yeah agreed it just seems uh i don't know gimmicky in this and i would rather maybe have other cards so that's why i didn't rate it sure. very high yeah it's fair yeah Okay, now into the real bread and butters of the Brute card. So first up, we have Beast Mode. So mm -hmm. looking at the red, it's a Brute Attack, six power, cost three, defense for three, and it reads, if you've intimidated this turn, this gets plus two. Looking at my notes, I gave this three stars. You know, it's, it's, it's a good card. Blocks three is a six. And could be a three for eight, two card eight. It's great. For sure. I gave it two stars. I think that the red is probably three. Um, and it's yeah. probably like very premium in the right Reinar deck. But I yeah. think KO really struggles to intimidate. So it's just a three for six, in which case it's kind of just like worse than the rest of the brute pool. It does block three, so it's fine to have in your deck. But I don't think it's the, it's not the brute card that you want um, most of the time. Right. Fair. All right, next up we have Pack Call. Um, this is the three for seven, block three. Um, and when you defend with it, you reveal the top card of your deck. If it's a six, leave it there. If it's not, bottom it. Um, this text is more relevant than it may seem immediately because you can stack this trigger ahead of a block or a clash. So if you have a clash of agility or something, you can kind of preview the top card and maybe cycle it for something better. Obviously, you don't have the choice, but if it's a six, you're likely winning. Um, I gave this three stars nice i almost gave it three stars but then i gave it 2.5 because uh which maybe i should give it three because like all three colors are pretty good for yeah both brutes um but i felt like the text was less relevant than some other ones but you are correct on how to stack it and that has come up in some pre-release games so uh, 2.53 is what i'll say totally and quick note on this card there's there's some 
playing with the rates. So like we're used to three resources being for seven and four being for eight and alas. Yeah. The this set plays with that a bit and there's not everything doesn't follow that that yeah. normal trend that we're used to. And the fact that this is like on rate, as people say, is is actually quite strong. Um yeah. so nothing wrong with three for seven. Yeah, totally. Cause I think somebody I lost a clash because we both had sevens, but it was KO and this on top is a three for eight. <laughs> sure is. You know, and you're like, oh man, that sucks. Oh well. Uh, next up is me. Yes. Rawhide yep. Rumble. Brute attack. Six power, three block. Looking at the red, cost two. It has beat chest. And when this attacks a hero, if you've beaten chest this turn, intimidate them. Uh, I gave this three stars. I did as well. Yeah. It's a role player. Not the best card in your deck, but it can help you close the game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and just, I feel like the beat chest mechanic is really good, you know? Totally. And so I yeah. definitely want to have those cards. If I'm, I am annoyed that this is my only, or the only two cost beat chest, because like clearly there's synergy with Bonebreaker, Bellow, and two costs. So this yeah. works nicely with Bonebreaker, but none of the other ones do. Yeah. But maybe eventually. Maybe eventually. But it's a good combo. That's why it gets three stars for sure. Totally. 11 with two Intimidates on a four-card hand is huge. You're guaranteed yeah. pushing five, six. Spicy. Spicy. Yeah, yeah, it's very good. All right. Next up, we have Assault and Battery. This is the same template as Pack Call with the 373. Um, it also has Beat Chest, and it says when this attacks, if you've beaten Chest, create an Agility Token. Um, I think this is the most premium brute attack, and I gave this four stars. Yeah, I gave it 3.5 slash four, but I think I should just give it straight four. Just being able to like have a card at basically uh, three colors uh, that you could use in KO and two that you can use in Reinar, and it makes you mm -hmm. an agility token. Agility is huge. So yeah, four stars for sure. And it also creates the might token if you're KO. Yeah. Beat chest. So good. Uh, Bear Fangs. Another brute attack. Cost two. Six power red. And when this attacks, draw a card and then discard a random card. If a card with six or more power is discarded this way, it gets plus two. So then it becomes two for eight, which is pretty crazy. I gave it three stars. It like... It, you can make it this happen pretty regularly. So totally. So yeah. this is one of the cards with the biggest variance between colors for me. So I think like the blue and the yellow are like two ish, but I think the red is, I give it a four. Yeah. I think the red is very premium. Yeah. Two freights. Just crazy. <laughs> yeah, it is. All right. Next up we have a familiar face. We have pack hunt. This is two for six blocks three. When this attacks, Intimidate. Um, this is a four-star card at red. I think probably three below that, but six attack with Intimidate is very relevant, especially on an agility turn where you can kind of intimidate a card, push damage, and make mm. them make hard decisions about what's coming next. I think I rated this low because it's not new and shiny. And I was just like, oh, this is just all, this is just old pack hunt here. So I gave it two and a half, 
just because the other cards I felt like are doing more for what it seems like brutes want to do in this set. And this just has intimidate on it. Yeah. But, I mean, I think two and a half is reasonable if you're like combining all the colors. Um, but yeah. I do think that that red, that red one is the red so is good. definitely very good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But you know, who knows? This is why we're here. We will find yes. out over time who is right and who mm-hmm. is wrong. I feel like I'm getting walloped here in the brute cards. <laughs> uh, it's tricky. Yeah, it is tricky. Is it me? Is it you? I can't it's keep you. track. It's me. Pound Town. Ooh, I get the sexy card. Okay, Pound mm-hmm. Town. Brute attack action. Looking at the red, it's a three-costed, seven-power, three-blocking attack that has beat chest. And when this attacks, if you've beaten said chest this turn, create a might token. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty rad. Let's see. Ooh. Lost where I was in my notes. I gave this 3.5. Super good, I think. Uh, it's a three for seven that blocks three and can basically make you two mites. So buffing up your next turn if you're KO, which is awesome. Yep. I gave this three. I think it's like at the high end of three, but very good card. It's just not as good as a Sultan battery. So it was hard to give it the same grade. Mm, I feel like they're kind of similar, but it's that's the hard thing I think about the set so early is like how like, okay, so if I do beat chest with Pound Town and I'm KO, that's plus two on my next attack next turn, right? For sure. But if I assault and battery in an agility, that's maybe worth more damage because then I can like claw for free with go against. So that's three damage. So is that actually better? Who knows? We will know eventually. (laughs) For sure. All right, next up we have a annoying card to all brute (laughs) players out there. We have Wild Ride. The card I wish was never printed. Um, this is two for six with no block. And it says when this attacks, draw a card, then discard a random card. If a card with six or more is discarded this way, this gets go again. If you had a friend playing in the calling, I'm sure you heard I had two sixes in hand. I drew one off the top. <laughs> I discarded the non-six. I lost the whole game because of it. And they're right because that is what happens at just a ridiculous rate with this card. It's so frustrating. It's also very powerful, but I gave it a three. It's like a five sometimes. It's a one sometimes. I don't really want them, um, but also I'd be naive to say it's not a powerful card. So it yeah, is what I, it is. I gave it 3.5. I feel yeah. like it's it's not as hard as it used to be. I mean, it's hard and limited for sure, but it's it has this weird place where it actually really fits and can be like just so nuts <laughs> that it can be. You know, I just couldn't rate it lower than three point five. Sure. Yep. Uh, perhaps my favorite new brute card, Bonebreaker Bellow. Brute action blocks for three, costs one, and at red it has beat chest. Your next brute attack this turn gets plus three and if you've beaten chest instead it gets plus five and has go again uh this card's nuts i gave it a four i also gave it a four i think this card is amazing yeah three three block non-attack 
huge upside. It's an extender. So you can like go big when you don't have agility. It also kind of is an agility because it will turn on your mandible claws. Exactly. That's like the biggest play is all of a sudden mandible claw comes in for eight and you're like, wait, what with go again? Hey, go again. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I'll block four with two cards. Take four, (laughs) you know, and then. And that's when you pack on, you pack on at the end. Yeah. And the game. Yeah. You're, you're dead. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) All right. Next up is one of my favorite cards from the whole set. This is Smashback Alehorn. This is the brute non-attack action only comes in blue. It's kind of a faux uh, cycle with the other classes. Um, And this one says create an agility and a might go again. So again, this is a non, like a non-attack extender. If you don't have agility, it's a way you can use some cards in hand. And obviously the text is, is amazing. This allows you to block with raw meat for two sets you up for a huge turn what'd you give it oh four. Oh, you gave it four yeah, see i it's was close to five. Ooh. see i only gave it 2.5 and this is my reasoning i understand sure absolutely everything you said and i feel like i'm wrong like i every time <laughs> you've said a card i'm like oh fuck i think i'm wrong but it's like how many smashback ale horns do you want in your deck you know probably probably two probably two Right. So that's like two misses and two more two blocks you have in your card. So it's like, it's like only really good if you have zero tempo or all of the tempo. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a blue. It feels like a win more card to me. And I maybe only want one of them and just YOLO it, turn zero, and then I don't know, have a mighty wind up also, and then Arsenal. Yeah, I mean, I I'm very high on it. It's maybe partially because the art just goes hard, but it I does go is, hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, I could I could be swayed. Maybe it'll be somewhere in the three three point four three point six range or something like that. Who knows? The fact that it it works with the like the raw meat is is also a big part. That of is why it's so good. that that's a great synergy. So maybe I'm maybe I'm super wrong. That's it for the brute cards. On to the guardian cards. We will start, I suppose, with High Riser, which is a guardian weapon, one-handed hammer. Once per turn, action, pay three. If you've drawn a card this turn, this gets plus one. So your three power hammer goes to a four power hammer. Um, I gave this two. Yeah, I actually didn't rate this because it's a token, but it would oh, definitely right. be a That's two. why I didn't rate it. <laughs> Miller's <laughs> Grindstone is what I meant to read. Also gave it a two. There we go. Oh, you gave Miller's a two? Yeah. It's strong. Is it? I gave I gave Miller's a four. It's just, it's a strict upgrade over High Riser as far as like damage. Like just, it's, true. it's four instead of three, which is obviously good enough. And even if you lose one clash, which like against KO, you very well could. Then it's still three for three. You got two arm slots. You can still play a high riser if things go sideways. Um, but it does open up a whole new win condition, which is fatigue. Obviously, Guardian kind of known for fatigue. Not in this set, for sure. They have, like, crazy amount of two blocks. Yeah. Um, but I think that this card is, is still quite strong. I just haven't felt like I've seen the deck that is grindstoning for the win overdoing other stuff in the game so that's why i gave it a two totally that's fair yep 
Okay. Also, Miller's Grindstone does stuff. Read the card. Anyway, carry oh, yeah. on. You Zane. know what it does. Yeah. It's the it's the toxic Victor Victor card. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have Stonewall Impasse. This is our guardian offhand equipment. This is the shield that uh, blocks for one on its face um, with temper, but it says when this defends clash, and then if you win, it gets plus two. So if you can win two clashes, this is you know two block and a one block. If you don't win two clashes, you know it, it can be two, it can be one. Um, I gave it a four just because oftentimes you're not using your second arm slot in guardian. Um, like you see a lot of people registering two high risers, which doesn't do anything really. Um, so just the fact that this is kind of like just sheer upside. If this gets you three life, it's insane. That's true. I, that's a great way to think about it. I just thought about it as like, well, it's so hard to predict winning clashes. So I can only really give this a two based on like where I would pick this in the draft. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's fair. I think it's a, I, I give it a four, but it's like, it's a soft four. Like it's probably closer to three. Um, and I don't, I don't think I see this in a pack and I'm like excited. I think I'm like, Oh, Hmm. Yeah. I, th- I think with a different, so I'm rating it like, uh, based up against everything else. And I think you're rating it. Not that it's wrong, but based on it's what it could do for you. If you do right. have it. Yeah. 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 Which sometimes you got to play for the upside. You, know? you totally only do. One, only one person's going to win the tournament. <laughs> That's true. And it's you. Hopefully. C- congratulations. Uh, Golden Glare. So this is a Victor Specialization Guardian Head Equipment. And it has Blade Break, blocks for two. And it says, when this defends together with two or more yellow cards, create a gold token. Which is pretty crazy i still gave this 2.5 though yeah i gave this a three it's it's by far the weakest of the um like specialization helmets maybe not by far but it's the weakest yellow cards in guardian historically not good not good um so if you happen to have two together and for some reason just so happen to need to block you know six to eight damage that turn then it gets gets you the gold which draws you the card which is great but there's just so often that this is just two block blank, which is not bad. Which but is not bad. There's other things that can do that. So three steps. Yeah. Yep. 2.5. All right. Good time. Chapeau. This is the Betsy specialization headpiece. Um, action. Destroy a gold you control. Not the helmet, notably. Um, which <laughs> some people have yep, misunderstood. Yep, which I fucked up. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Your next attack this turn gets when this attacks a hero, wager a might and a vigor token with them. And then it also has temper two. Um, this is a healthy five star card. This is a legendary disguised as a rare. Um, <laughs> it also lets you turn on the Betsy ability. And it's just, this is a windmill slam, pack one, pick one. Absolutely. If someone passes this to you. They're telling you you're the guardian. Um, <laughs> Yeah, this card's crazy. Yeah, I also gave it five stars. And uh, just from the simple fact from I played Bretzy in my pre-release and was breaking good time chapeau with my gold <laughs> because I was like, oh, for sure, this is how this has to happen. Yep. And then somebody pointed out like, no, you don't have to do that. <clears throat> and I was like, this card is absolutely now broken. I can't totally. believe it, it, I've messed that it, up. It, 
if you're able to get it in pack one and then like build synergy around it like go a little harder for the gold cards it's yeah, just ridiculous. it's oh my god it's so good it's so sick yeah and getting to turn on betsy's ability like if and i also played betsy which was awesome so i had the chapeau i had uh her special her other specialization it was great it's a great wow sealed pool and a couple of money where your mouths are and just getting to just like just overpower oh and you just chunk their health down it's like aggro bravo it's great it's the best thing totally i've only played one draft only played one draft of this set and i was betsy and pack two i was past i was pack two pick two i was past the chapeau and i was like just neutrally guardian at that point and then i was like okay here we go uh next up we have stand ground guardian equipment legs this is the uh, guardian version of raw meat here so if you control a might Mm -hmm. token plus one armor vigor token plus one armor and it has temper so it has zero armor normally uh, I gave this three stars because if I'm going to give raw meat three stars, I'm giving stand ground three stars. Comes up, you can use it. It's very good. And by that same logic, I'm giving this four stars because I nice. like raw meat a lot. Although I will say raw meat is better um, just because KO is so good at making might tokens. So mm-hmm. it's a little harder for you as guardian to be able to practice twice. Whereas KO is like KO specifically should be getting his like two blocks with raw meat if you only get one with stand ground that's totally fair yeah fair enough. all right next up we have bet big this is the betsy specialization this is the four for eight style guardian attack and it says when this attacks a hero you may wager a gold might and vigor token with them i gave this four stars i think this is a big like bomb if you are betsy especially if you have the helmet it all just works together and lets you keep chaining your big overpowered attacks yep i also gave this four stars this bad boy gold token and two blues is nine overpower and you just get all the tokens again and get to use your stand ground and chapeau next next turn yeah it's great yep totally uh primed to fight guardian attack action it is a five costed nine power attack that blocks for three and if you you've controlled a vigor token this turn this costs one less to play if you've controlled a might token this turn it gets plus one so if you have both it would be a four for ten uh i gave this three stars it's pretty good but the five slash four i guess it's kind of slash three is you know it's got to come up and vigor is like you can get it as guardian, but it is uh, a bit more fleeting. At least all of the tokens are a bit fleeting. It feels like in guardian. Totally. Um, I gave this four stars. I think it's some degree, just the classic guardian big number is good. Um, Cause there's a lot of smaller attacks in the set. So even just five for nine is totally fine. And it fits the cost curve of like playing a pump ahead of it. Um, but if you ever do the two card 11, um, if you have the vigor and might, it's yeah. insane. Um, yeah. So I give this four stars. It's a little hard to set up, but I think if you have it, it's worth kind of warping what you're doing to make it happen. Fair, 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 fair. All right. Next up, we have Golden Sun or the Golden Sun. Yeah. Get it. Um, this is a four for Straight. seven. So we 
we are messing with the cost and attack curve because we're used to four for eight for guardian. Yep. Yep. Um, three block. And it says, as an additional cost to play this, you may destroy a gold you control. If you do, it gets plus three and overpower. And then when you win a clash, revealing this, create a gold, which there draws the card. Um, I gave this four stars. I think this card's kind of nuts. Um, it does a lot. It's a second. Yeah, it's second cycle. If you can get there, you know, if you just rip it on first cycle and you happen to have a gold, it's it's crazy. Yeah, I gave it 3.5. Yeah, that's I, fair. I thought it was good, but maybe not as good as Bet Big. Just what Bet Big does for you potentially. Yeah, I'd agree. Is maybe better. So that's why I gave it 3.5 and didn't give it the four. Okay. Uh, next up is Boast. It's a Guardian block and it's a blue. This gets plus X defense while defending where X is twice the number of clashes you've won this turn. Uh, I was unsure what to do. I just gave this one star. It's like, if this is going to be my majestic. I pick in the pack. I don't know if I'm winning the game. It is aggressively medium. Um, I gave it three. It's a like soft three just because of what kind of what's not on the card. So it's not an attack. So it doesn't turn on saber. It's a block card. So it gets thrown over power. The text is like whatever, almost will never matter, but it could it could matter once here or there. Yeah. Um, but there's no like Anothos or Titan's Fist cost managing you have to do, so it doesn't have that downside. I think it's just one of those cards that's like kind of generically good, but it's not like exciting. Yeah, I just kind of liked the other block cards in the set a little bit better. Synergize. It's true, but this is the better. blue one. A blue one is <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Not enough. Not enough for me. Fair. All right. Next up, we have Trounce. Um, this is uh, another Guardian block card. This one is red. It blocks for three, and it says, when this defends, clash with the attacking hero. Put the revealed cards on the bottom of the owner's deck, then clash again. If a hero wins both clashes, they create a gold, might, and vigor. Um, this is one of those insane ceiling cards. I gave it four. I think it's a soft four because it's hard to win two clashes in this format. Um, but if you're able to do this as Victor, I think it's just like, it almost will end the game on the spot. Just, it's just too efficient. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's fair. I gave it 2.5. I'm low yeah. on Majestics most of the time just because of, it has to be so good cause it's the only one of them I'm going to get, which yeah, this maybe fair. is, you know, uh, for me to want also, to like, all my pick it you know we should average all of our uh numbers at the end to see like our you know average per card i bet mine's a little high which is probably just because like i like this set and i think that the set's fun and interesting to play totally but that'd I be think a, a fun in it we, that would be fun when you stack this up versus other sets i have done i give more uh this one is probably higher than other sets for me so historically I'm a little higher on cards than I normally am. I also think that there's like no, so spoiler alert, I give no ones in this whole process, which mm -hmm. I think is intentional. Like I think that there are no memorial grounds. There are no whatever the cognition fields or whatever it was. For I have I think a that, couple. Yeah. I have a couple. We'll see. We'll see as they come up. We'll see if we agree. Yeah. That's, that's the whole thing. 
me, Colossal Bearing, four for eight powered attack guardian action. That's how you say that in a non-confusing way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it defends for three. It has tower. If this has 13 or more, it gets, in quotes, when this hits a hero, destroy an equipment they control with one or less armor. Uh, I give this three stars. Just it's, you know, on rate, four for eight, defense for three. We're probably not going to tower, but if we do, it would be impactful. Totally. I gave this four as I like read it again. It's probably a three. Um, yeah. But just being on rate in Guardian in this set is hard. So the fact that this is a four for eight is already good. Um, the tower is kind of whatever. It's gravy if you hit it. Yeah. All right, next up we have Lay Down the Law. This is another three for seven that blocks three. It has a tower effect that says, if this has 13 or more non-equipment cards, get minus one while defending this. Um, That text is crazy, but it's also the hardest to do because you need plus six, where the other ones you only need plus five, which is doable off of Big Bop or uh, Bigger Than Big. Yep. This one, a little unlikely to ever have that text, but strong text. Um, I gave it a four. It's a soft four. It's like, you know, it's probably a three, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I gave it a three. If this yeah. was the rare I took out of the pack, I would be stoked. It's a three for seven, which are which is really good in this set because a lot of times it's like, you know, maybe it's actually a two for eight because you have a vigor and a might, and then now you can mm-hmm. play money where your mouth is, and now, you know, off of a single blue, and it just makes your turn pretty efficient. So it's low cost, high power, uh, just... It's a good, good card. Three. Three stars. Uh, next up, Guardian Attack Action Smack of Reality. It is a five-costed nine-power attack that defends for three, and it has tower, uh, which means that when this hits a hero, destroy all aura tokens they control. Um, I give this a two, but uh, maybe I should give it a three. But it's kind of a weird, you know, five for five for nine is where you want to be, but mm-hmm. that makes it like a, uh, it's not like a four for eight with, which make is like with a vigor. Now it's just a blue to play it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's text is like pretty blank. I feel yeah, like, it, you know what I mean? You can get to the 13 off of a big bop and then it like can destroy an agility. You're kind of asking a lot, but it does, yeah. it could happen. Um, yeah. I give this a four. I think again, I'm just I'm high on any guardian attack that goes on rate, um, because we're gonna get to the commons, which do not do that. Um, yeah. So I think any of these rare attacks, I'm kind of happy to get because they let That's you fair. play guardian how you picture it in your head. Four for eights, <laughs> five for nine. Yeah. All right. Speaking of not on rate, the next card we have is over the top. This is a three for six, three block. And it says, if this has attack greater than its base, it gets overpower. Um, I gave this a three. I think the, you know, you could make an argument that the red one is maybe a four um, as like a way to close games. But I think this is just aggressively medium. I think you do want one um, as a way to just kind of like, you know, close a game out of nowhere. But I think it's nothing exciting. Yeah, I gave it 2.5. I'm a little lower on these cards. I mean, it is cool. Like, just a single might token gets you there, you know? Yeah. So that is really nice, and it does block for three. But it's like, I don't know if 
I really want the blue even. I mean, the blue is fine. So then it's like three for five is pretty terrible, but they could probably like, that's still a card and an equipment they maybe still have left over or some sort of shenanigans instant thing. So I don't know. And then the yellow is just a poop. So 2.5. I'm low on this card. Yeah, it's not great. The red's okay, though. Yeah, the red's okay. 2.5, baby. Uh, Stacked in your favor. This is a guardian action aura. Cost two, the red one does. And it defends for two. It has go again. Your attack action cards get plus three defense. While defending, at the start of your turn, destroy this, draw a card, then put a card from your hand on top of your deck. It's kind of a lot, but I don't really know. I mean, it's cool because it buffs your cards, but I I always kind of want to just do more damage. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yep. this doesn't do that. So I only gave it two stars. I also gave this two, and this is probably the weakest card in the set if I had to like pick one. like If, if there was any ones in the set, I guess we'll see. But I think that this is the closest we get to a one. I think the reason it's not for me is that it has go again, so it lets you play a big hand if it just so happens to fall that way. And then it's a non-attack so it doesn't turn on saber which is not a huge selling point but it's something it has some use yeah i just didn't give it a one because i'm like well maybe there's like a defensive guardian list that uses these or something like that you know in a world where because it's a common that people just don't pick this and this is kind of a weird thing you can all of a sudden have like five of it's a rare it's actually oh, a rare. So yeah, this, that's what I mean. Sorry, I, sorry, that it is a rare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those like weird cards that like I don't know what it's doing here, but yeah, okay, maybe it is. The a flavors, one. the flavors, cool. I don't know. It's fine. It's just bad Stonewall confidence. Yeah. <clears throat> Artwork boring. Yeah. yeah, basic. It's on theme though. It is. All right. Next up, producer Colin here. Zane and Taylor forgot to say the name of this next card, which is Command Respect. And now they're going to shit on it. We have another three for six, which again, you should have a negative reaction when I say that. Um, (laughs) This one also blocks three and it says, when this hits a hero, if it has attack greater than its base, destroy a card in their arsenal. I do think this is a good card, but it's just a three for me. Uh, What did I give this thing? 2.5. So pretty similar. Uh, It's, yeah. Yeah, 2.5. That's it. It's it's just like so bad in these other colors. If you're like two card sixing them, that's not good. Yeah. And it probably loses you a clash against everybody because it's a six powered attack and everybody else's is bigger, so. A lot of just sixes in in Guardian too. Yeah. Uh, Concuss. Three for six. Guardian attack action that defends for three. When this hits a hero, if it has greater than its base, they discard a card. This is the one I kind of like a bit more because it attacks the hand and we know the hand is very valuable. Uh, So I gave this one a three. I went all the way up to four on this one. I think that's more specifically the red um yeah but yeah this is the this is the guardian common that you want like there's other ones obviously but this is like 
kind of kind of the the one. Yeah, it's good. I liked it. Had it in my pool. It did work. Yep. Yeah, my draft deck. I had three red and a yellow. It was it was very good. Hell yeah. All right. Next up, we have Thunk. So this is a five for eight. So again, we're below rate. Um, blocks three. And it says, when you win a clash revealing this, create a might token. Um, that's kind of not one of those things that you can set up. You just kind of have to hope for the best. Um, I gave this a three. I think it's kind of like a soft three, but it's a card you're happy to have in your deck. Yeah, I gave it a 2.5. Just because it's value you get out of it is based on variance, and it needs to be on top of your deck, and you need to win it. So, yeah. 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 2.5. Okay, next is Wallop, 4 for 7, below rate, blocks for 3. And it's the same thing for clashing and revealing, but this one creates a vigor token. Uh, I gave this 2.5 slash 3. feel like the vigor token can be pretty big in Guardian because it turns your, your 4 costed attacks into three costed attacks and then your sure. five costed attacks to four costed attacks and that maybe means you can uh use betsy's ability so then it kind of pays for a little bit more so that that's what i got so i had a i had a funny scenario in a in one of my draft games where i revealed the wallop on a clash but i had blocked in such a way that planned my turn to not use the vigor so then I get a vigor that I have not planned for that I just waste. Yeah, that's um, fair. So I give this a three. It's a soft three, like, yeah, 2.5. I didn't really do decimals, but if I did, this would be 2.5. Yeah, you kind of did. You did soft. I get, yeah, soft. Yeah. All right, next up we have Big Bop. This is a three-cost guardian action aura. Uh, at the start of your turn, destroy this. Your next guardian attack this turn gets plus five. And when it attacks, you may wager a vigor. Um, I gave this a three overall, but I do think that the first copy in your deck is better than that. Like, you really want the first copy. Um, but after that, you don't really want, like, you don't want a lot of these. But you you definitely want the first red one. Yeah, I also gave this a three. Um, I think having two or three of these types of auras, this one or uh, bet bigger or bigger than bigger big, than big, they're kind of the same for me because you're mostly interested in the plus five. But if you have like yeah enough of them, like three feels correct. Like if you can get three reds, it means you can maybe go first on turn zero and set this up and just, just slam it. Yeah, and just be so far ahead that it's nuts so but other than that it's like a two block without go again so then it's just like oh the upside is good but the downside very bad so three yeah uh okay bigger than big very similar it's a guardian attack action or action aura excuse me defense for two cost three and it does not have go again. So at the start of your turn, you destroy it. It gets plus five. And then your next guardian action, attack action, gets when this attacks a hero, you may wager a might token with them. I also gave this a three yep. for all of the it's same reasons I just said for the one before it. Effectively identical. 
Yes. The art's better though. Well, I don't know. Big Bop is like, fucking crazy. <laughs> I like bigger than big. It's cool. It is cool. Those dudes are massive. They're huge. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have a pint of strong and stout. So this is that cycle of um, like drinking themed cards, I guess. I didn't realize that till just now. Um, zero cost blue guardian action um, blocks for two with go again. And it says create a might and a vigor token. Um, I think this is the weakest of the three, but it's still quite good. I gave this a three. I also gave this a three, but I might also just give it the same rating as I gave the brute one, which whatever that one was, 2.5. It also could be a 2.5. It like I think go again is premium. Like yeah. obviously the pumps are kind of like your most premium source of go again, but yeah. just a blue that you can play out if you get stranded with cards is that turns on your stand ground. It's fine. It's good. It's yeah. you want one or two. One copy, yeah, or two. Wow, we did it. We're now we're into Warrior. This is crazy. Over to Warrior. Over to Warrior. Doing great. Moving right along. Great work, Zane. Having a great time. We're doing it. We're doing it. Uh, let's see. First one up, I believe, is not the token weapon. It's Hot Streak. Warrior one-handed weapon. Attacks for two. Once per turn action. Costs one to attack. When this is defended by one or more attack action cards, Hot Streak's attacks get go again this turn uh could be pretty good i give it 2.5 you have a lot of other ways to get around this namely agility tokens and that sort of thing totally i think that this is a very like hard card to evaluate on its face but after playing against it i do think that this is very powerful um, yeah. I gave it a four. I think it's like, you know, in that same like ball breaker range pack, where it's pack like, one, pick one. Oof. Yeah, it's, if that's my pack one, pick one, I'm not excited. Like I, I'm like, oof, that pack was weak. Um, but I'm also happy to have it. I like playing warrior in this set, but I, I'm, I'm almost always going to take a hybrid card over something like hot streak, which is so narrow. Um, yeah. but I also, it's, I think that the warrior decks that have one saber, one hot streak are better than the warrior decks that just have two sabers. Two sabers. That's fair. That uh, yeah, uh, but your beginning reasoning is was right on the money of like why I didn't give it higher than 2.5. Just cuz I'm like not going to pick it super early. It's like once I'm in warrior and that passes to me, I'm like sick. I would take that over something else, but Totally. I think it helps your matchup into KO. So it has like some niche like value in that KO wants all sixes, which is all attacks, which means that yeah. KO can't really block your hot streak. So yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. kind of some like weird upside to absolutely it being good against like the best deck in draft currently is the perception. Right. It'll change next week. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Next up, we have Perry Blade. Um, this is a warrior weapon equipment, first of its kind, I believe. Oh. Um, one cost to attack, same as all the other warrior weapons. Um, but this one says this gets plus two defense when defending a weapon attack. Um, I give this three stars. I think it's another one of those ones that's hard to evaluate. Um, it's you know just worse Centauri Saber until all of a sudden it's not and you can block with it. 
Um, I don't know. What do you think? I gave it 2.5. Just it and hot streak are feel like they're made for specific decks, you know? Yeah. And so if you're, if you have some of that specific deck already going and this comes around, then it's obviously way better. But I think just in a pack that I'm going to pick from it's a 2.5 shout out to Brendan Patrick, who just like, can't say Perry. He has to say Pari for whatever reason. Oh, did he? I didn't know this. Yeah. He says Pari blade. Mm, <laughs> and I don't know if that's his weird accent that he has, or uh, like he says, Lumina <laughs> instead of Lumina. So I don't know, you know, Scalita. <laughs> exactly. Uh, speaking skies. of Ida's prized Galia is our next card warrior equipment headpiece this is the olympia specialization it has temper two and has an attack reaction that costs one destroy this target weapon attack you control wagers a gold token with a defending hero so interesting that it's a wager as a reaction like it's such that's cool it's like a couple of warrior stuff does that and i'm like this is a classic dick move you know like something's already happening and you're just like i bet you know you won't do this or whatever like last minute and they're like oh okay and then you totally hose them you know so this is a textbook textbook card that colin would hate (laughs) yeah totally i give this three stars blocks three has a sick little situation going on i like it i gave it four i just think that the armor in this set is nuts and then if it has upside that's huge. Fair. Totally fair. All right. Next up, we have the Hood of Red Sand. This is the Kasai Specialization headpiece. Uh, it's Battleworn 1, and it has an attack reaction that says, Pay 1, banish a red and yellow card from your graveyard, destroy this. Target sword attack gets when this hits, draw a card. Um, I also gave this four stars. This is more or less pay 1, draw a card. Yeah. Um, and that's very, very strong. I also gave it four stars, uh, especially because it has battle worn, so it can block with it at any time and then use the attack reaction. Super good. Yep. Super good. Uh, okay. Beckon applause. This is a warrior arms piece, and this is the uh, warrior version of the have two tokens. It has temper and it gets two defense. So this one's for agility and vigor. Uh, I think I gave this three stars, 3.5. Kind of like I gave all the other ones maybe. No, I gave stand ground three and raw meat three. I don't know why I gave this one 3.5. Don't know. I think they're all, I think they're all pretty similar. This is a four. It's, you know, a low, a week four. again, raw meat's the best, but this one is very good. (laughs) Yeah, maybe I rated it higher because it means you have an agility token, and that's very good. But I guess so does raw meat, so I don't know. I don't know. Don't know what I was thinking. Just crazy. It's high. Just crazy. It's just wild. No, that's reasonable. They are, they are like, <laughs> narrow, and I think you have to play towards them. Um, so, like, yeah. I think they're better now than they were on, like, day one of pre-release when people, like, weren't, like, thinking about them. Yeah, that's true. Okay, next up we have Blade Flurry. This is a zero-cost warrior attack reaction. It says target weapon attack gets plus two, and your next weapon attack this turn gets plus two. 
This is a windmill slam five star. It's a zero for four block three attack reaction. It's it's crazy. What did I give it? Yep, I gave it four point five. Yep. Super 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 good. Yeah, I would pack one, pick one this. For sure. Yes. Uh next up is Shift the Tide of Battle. Warrior attack reaction defends for three is a yellow, which is interesting. And cost zero. Target warrior attack with uh, attack power greater than its base. Gets go again. And the next time an opposing hero is dealt damage this turn, create an agility token. Just absolutely bananas. I gave this also four stars. Yeah, I gave this four. Um, I believe this is the only card in the set that can give a weapon go again in reactions. Like it's yeah. kind of the like Blade Runner archetype. Yeah. Um, which is very strong because you can kind of really catch people out. Um, so yeah, four stars. Happy to see it. And it has dope uh, flavor text. I don't know if this is a Brian Gottlieb or not, but the arena must claim its share of every coin and every cheer and woe betide the bookie who defies it. Pretty good. Woe to them. <laughs> Uh, All right, next up, we have one of my absolute favorite cards in the set. We have Up the Ante. This is a blue warrior attack reaction that costs X, and it says choose X plus one. And then the, the four options are attack wagers an agility, and attack wagers a gold, attack wagers a vigor, and attack gets plus Y, our first mention of Y in the game, um, where Y is the number of times it has wagered. Um, so it's kind of like a two card four at minimum, like on a reaction. So two card four at reaction speed, which doesn't sound very good, um, but it gets you all the tokens. It triggers um, your Olympia text. And if you've wagered once or twice leading up to this, it could be a two card six in reactions. Um, and it's a blue that gets yeah. around overpower. So this card does everything I want. It's it's a four, it's it's flirting with five, but it's it's a four. Yeah, I also give it a four. I feel like for whatever reason, these majestic warrior reactions are just easier to evaluate. Maybe it's because it's in like game terms we understand historically. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, Up the Ante is super good and has super good art. Oh yeah. Love that. I opened this in my second pre-release alongside a Marvel Young Olympia and we were just, we were having a blast. <laughs> All right. You heard it here first. Zane, Olympia, Maine. I love Olympia. Sweet. Yeah, you were defending him in the Discord the other day. Yeah. It's I great. think he's okay. Yeah. We'll find out. Uh, commanding performance, though, is what Olympia does sometimes in the arena. Warrior action. Defends for three, costs one, and is a red. Your next warrior attack this turn gets plus three. Until the end of turn, your warrior attacks get when this is defended by one or more attack action cards, destroy a card in the defending hero's arsenal. Go again. Uh, pretty good. Has a lot of text. Um, I gave it a three-star situation. Maybe it could be a four because it's so generically good for all warrior attacks. Yeah, this is one of those funny ones that it's like better in CC than it is in limited. Yeah, um, I also give it three stars, but nice. it also it's a non-attack that blocks three with like sheer upside. It's on rate. It's fine. Yep. Well, I guess it's kind of below rate, one for three, but it you know 
It's familiar. It looks like it's on right because it's one for three with text. That's true. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Next up, we have Raisin Army. This is our Kasai specialization. It's yellow, costs zero, blocks three. As an additional cost, destroy X gold and create X Centauri cell swords, which are the uh, one attack, three go again um, allies that you can use if you've attacked with a weapon. I think that this card is hard to evaluate. I think if you pop off and get two, three Centauri cell swords, it's nuts. I think most of the time it's just a three block. Um, so I gave it a three for the ceiling, but it's you're probably not casting it most games in a meaningful way yeah feels like a trap looks like a trap card is probably a trap card so i just gave it a two yeah i would rather just have other cards than this one that's totally fair yeah especially anything we had mentioned previous um it's the weakest of the majestics yeah absolutely but it's probably like the dopest in cc which i think is just good good design for majestics in a draftable set that you could use uh next up so now we're into the rares cut the deck warrior attack reaction costs one and the red all of them defend for three and then the red is uh plus three so warrior attacks get plus three if it is defended by an attack action card draw card then put a card from your hand or arsenal on the bottom of your deck uh i like this very much and i gave it a three yeah, I gave the red a four and the other ones threes. Um, hmm. It's There's not many uh, three-block reactions. Like, I think they're only the rares. Um, and this is just a, an interesting way to, like, cycle Arsenal. Yeah. I've never seen anything like that. It's similar to Stroke of Foresight from WTR, but just a bit different. I don't know. I like it. Sweet. Next up, we have Fatal Engagement. This is a two-cost... Um, warrior attack reaction that blocks three so again it's a rare attack reaction so it blocks three play this only if an attack action card is defending this chain link and then the red gives plus five to target attack not weapon not warrior attack any attack um this is a very interesting card i think this will be one of those like noteworthy cards that you should be looking for in pitch deck um i'm giving it a three but the ceiling is ridiculous yeah um it's just also one of those cards that you can arsenal and then lose the game on the spot because your right. opponent identifies it. Um, so tread carefully. It's a powerful <laughs> card, but don't arsenal it early. <laughs> I gave it a three because it's the only card that it, of these ones where I'm like, I think I would pick the blue. The blue has a lot the of blue's utility. Sweet. Yeah. You know, so like the red is awesome because you're just like, here's plus five. And you're like, well, dang, I wasn't prepared to do that math. And then you can have late in the game uh, a reaction that is for sure going to get you plus three, especially because like there aren't really defense reactions and uh, it makes it like you have so many two blocks probably that late in the game. So you maybe yeah. are able to actually get over the top even when they block with, you know, three cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it better if I do us for a hundred years? Take the uh per hand. Warrior oh, attack bit. reaction. <laughs> 
Uh, this one costs zero and defends for three. Play this only if you've wagered this chain link. Target attack gets plus three, and then the yellow is plus two, blue is plus one. Uh, I gave this three stars. How about that? Pretty good. I'm giving this a. I'm giving this a four. I love this card. Oh, sweet! It is such a punish on like a wage agility or something because it just says target attack. It's not weapon. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you can like do your three for seven wage and then pump it to ten. Um, these are rare, so obviously you're not going to have a lot of these. But I think at red, this is a very premium. It's like especially Olympia, but even Kasai, I think, is happy to have it. Sweet. Yep. Seems good. All right. Next up, Agile Engagement. This is the beginning of the commons. So this is a one for three attack reaction, and it blocks two. And it says, if it's defended by an attack action card, create an agility. Um, I gave this a three. This is, you know, at red, it's a card you're you're very happy to have, but it's a two block. It has some downside, and a lot of times it is just going to be a one for three. Um, but again, at reaction speed, that's pretty good. Yeah, the agility part of this is doing, I think, all of the work in the three-star rating that I also gave it. Totally, yeah. Uh, next up is Vigorous Engagement. So it's basically the same as Agile Engagement, and the red gives plus three target uh, attack, and it creates a Vigor token instead of an agility token. Uh, I still gave this, ooh, I gave this one 2.5, a little bit less, because agility is yeah. way more premium in Warrior than perhaps the Vigor token is. Yeah, I fully agree. It's weaker than the other one. Although there is some like, like Vigor is kind of sneaky good in Warrior sometimes where you can like block with your whole hand, still still attack. Yeah. Um, but I agree that it is weaker. I'll, I agree, 2.5 stars. Hell yeah. Next up, we have Draw Swords. This is kind of like the Kasai version of, uh, what is it? Sharpened Steel from mm -hmm. WTR. So it's three cost warrior non-attack action blocks three. And it says your next warrior attack this turn gets plus three and draw a card, which obviously works great with Kasai. Makes your swords free. Um, I gave the red a four and the other colors a three. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just gave it overall a three. Uh, it's you know the three cost is pretty tough makes it fair makes it a good fair solid card three stars totally. mm -hmm. uh edge ahead it's a warrior action the red one costs one well they all cost one so looking at the red cost one defense for three your next warrior attack this turn gets plus three and when this attacks a hero you may wager an agility token with them in this non-attack action has go again. That's pretty good, but I'm uh, still just giving it a three-star rating here. Very good card, would not be unhappy with multiple copies of these, and would be happy with the other colors as well. Yeah, I give this a four. This is like one of the warrior cards I want the most. Yeah. Um, just making them interact with you, because they can't just like let you get an agility for free, and then you know, opening them up to getting blown out by the attack reacts. Big fan Boom. of edge ahead. Boom, baby. All right. Next up, we have a bit of a, a unique one, a cool, cool card. We have engaged swift blade. 
It's a one cost plus three, three block. So it follows the same template. And it says your next warrior attack gets plus three. And if it's defended by an attack action card, this gets go again. Um, I gave this a three, but I think this is one of those like interesting cards where like you do really want the first one. Like this is such a like hard card to deal with on like turns where you don't have agility. Your opponent like gets pushed into this tough spot. Yeah. Um, I also gave it three. It would be, I would not be upset if like the best this, you know, let's say I have a red and a yellow and I had to block with the red because it's a three block and I get to use the yellow. I'm still like not upset. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's a good card. I would be happy. It's causing, with, it's causing with problems for your opponent, which is yeah, totally. Want. And it's one of the few cards like in the set, uh, quite a few of the warrior cards I feel like follow in this category, which I think is what makes them strong is just that it's not only the red card that you're like, ah, I got to just have the red, you know, totally. The other ones have utility as well. Also art goes hard. Art does go hard in this card. There's a few of these sneak commons that are just like, Oh snap, which uh, we'll get to that at a different, in a different show. Uh, next up warrior action. Hold them costs one defense for three. Your next warrior attack this turn gets plus three. And when this attacks a hero, you may wager a vigor token with them. I give this also three. I mean, all of these warrior cards are just kind of so samey that I just can't really figure out how to like not have them just be three stars when they all block for three and buff it by three and do a thing. <laughs> you know what this I mean? The warrior way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really like hold them. I think it's not as good as edge ahead. It's obviously that same template with the wagering. Um, I gave it a three, but if, if we're doing decimals, it, it would be a three, 3.5 for me. Sweet. We're doing whatever we want to do, baby. Yeah, we're doing it. 3.5. <laughs> All right, the last of our drinking cycle, um, we have Goblet of Blood Run Wine, um, the blue warrior action with go again that blocks two, creates an agility and a vigor, go again. This is a four-star card. It's very powerful. Um, that sets you up for a massive turn. Yeah. Um, and it's, again, another way to just use your hand. It's turn zero. It's crazy. Yeah, this one is the one I like maybe the most. It's like almost a four for me. It has some of the downfalls I've said before with the other ones, but yeah, it's like a 3.8, but yeah, in the specific class of warrior an agility and a vigor token are very big. Yeah. It's very, very big. Awesome. We did all that. Now we're into, uh, our hybrid cards, hybrid card land. So we're going with gauntlet of might. It's a brute guardian arms that has blade break one and has action. Destroy this, create a might token. Go again. I give this 3.5. It's awesome. Yep. Just plus one. And uh, in guardian, this is a great way to turn on all of those mopey three for sixes, you know? Exactly. So it's what. Go ahead. I just rate it higher than those cards because I think you need this to make those cards better. I, I fully agree. And I'm giving this a four just because I think the decks that have it are just so much better than the ones that aren't in a way that like one point of value doesn't communicate, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And it's like, it, it it's very modular too. I mean, 
it only like the block one you don't want to do like you definitely want the might token but yeah it, it has that a, yeah if you need to exactly yeah um all right next up we have talk a big game this is the brute guardian majestic zero cost blue non-attack action um blocks three one of the weirdest cards in the set or like <laughs> maybe maybe ever just like like what the effect is but like it says choose a number the next time you deal that much or more damage to a hero this turn create that many might tokens go again um this gets a four partially for the text but also partially for being a blue three block non-attack action which <laughs> i'll say it till i'm blue in the face that that's if if your whole deck was or if half your deck was three three block blue non-attack actions you you do pretty well in this format Blech. I gave this one star. It's just like, uh, it's good. Why, why would I pick this over any other card that is blue? A little bit more synergistic for my. I do think that overall game plan. It's like actually r- reasonable in Guardian because, like, you don't like outside of concuss, you don't often give them reasons to block. Um, so like, if you have an extra card in hand and you can play this, and even just like swing hammer, it just like makes your hammer like slightly more threatening to it a hero that's trying to pop off on you i guess that's fair too it's a weird card like we said it is weird it is weird one star too weird (laughs) uh clash of might this is a rare brute guardian attack action uh it's a two for six and defends for three when this defends clash with the attacking hero the winner creates a might token um, let me go over to my notes here. Uh, I give this three stars, which maybe now I kind of want to give it more because it's a two for six. Yeah, but, it's it's a high three for me. Yeah. Um, the text is pretty good. And again, just being on rate is like very reasonable. Um, yeah, it's fine. It's good. Sweet. Awesome. All right, next up we have Battered, Not Broken. Um, This is a Brute Guardian instant, the first of a cycle um, that prevents two damage. Um, So this one says, the next time you'd be dealt damage this turn, prevent two of that damage. If you do, create a Might token. Quick note on the word, like on the ruling. If you prevent one damage, you still get the token. Um, Sweet. I think that this card is like kind of sneaky good. Um, I give it a three. I, I think it's like... A card I'm happy to have, though. Yeah, I gave it a 2.5. And it's pretty good, but I think I would like probably something like the next card we're about to talk about even more. So when it's like compared, it's like, well, I like this stuff better. Yep. Uh, So that leads us right into Brute Guardian block card that blocks for four test of might. When this defends clash with the attacking hero, the winner gets a might token. Even without that text, a block card for four is so good. Uh, Four stars easily, maybe five. It's a slam four star. Oh man, it's so good. Just because of the overpower, blah, 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 yeah. It's cool. So like this, this is one of my favorite parts about the design of this set is like, we've had block cards and you've been like, yeah, they're fine. But in this set, you're like, boy, I need me a non-zero amount of block cards. 
You totally. Know? Like, yeah, it's great. They're they're crazy valuable, especially in Guardian. Yes. All right. Next up, we have another brute Guardian block card. Once again, the guys forgot to name this card, which is Wall of Meat and Muscle. Back to you, Zane. Um, this is red box three, and it says when this defends, if you control a might token, you may put an attack action card from your graveyard on the top of your deck. So again, can do cute stuff with clashing um, by blocking with this and triggering it first, um, but still, it just gets a three star from me. Yeah, I gave it three point five. The fact that you get maybe a card back and could do cute stuff gave it a, a little edge for me. But I could be convinced of just it being a three as well. Totally has good synergy with like Wild Ride and Bear Fangs. Yeah, absolutely, it does. <clears throat> Uh, next up, we have Mighty Windup, Brute Guardian Attack. Three for seven, defense for two, but has instant discard this, create a might token. Uh, I gave this a three because at all colors, you can always discard it to create a might token, and that's not that bad. Yeah, I gave this a four. I'm very high on the windups, especially the ones that Brute can play. Um mm-hmm. So Mighty Windup and then obviously Agile Windup, which is like just a banger. But this card is like sneaky good in a few ways. Like it creates two Might Tokens if you're KO doing it on your turn. Yeah. It turns on Mandible Claws. It turns on Beast Mode if you're Rhinar. Um, It's just like there's just like cute stuff you can do with it. And it's more powerful than it seems. Fair. Totally fair. All right, next up we have Rising Power. This is a two for six, two block Brute Guardian attack. It says if you've drawn a card this turn, it gets plus one. I think that the whole Rising set is like kind of hard to value properly. I gave the red a three and the rest a two. Like I don't really want these, but the red one's fine. What do yeah, you think? Yeah, 2.5 for me. Yeah. 2.5 stars. I think you're you're totally correct. Uh. Next up, we have Wage Might, Brute Guardian Attack, three for seven, defense for two. When this attacks, you may wager a Might token with them. Uh, This is pretty good. This might be like 3.5 for me, just a three for seven with a Wage on it at a break point. Like the red is really good because then it makes it so like, ah, is it late in the game? Do I give them three cards? Do I give them a piece of equipment on this thing, et cetera? It's good. Yep, it's a four for me. Like primarily the red, but I'm happy with any color. This card's very good. Nice. All right, next up we have Lead with Power. This is a one cost Brute Guardian attack or uh, action. Um, blocks two. It says your next Brute or Guardian attack this turn gets plus three and create a Might token. Go again. So you can kind of read the red as a one for four go again, which is very good. And it applies to anything, including your weapon. Um, I gave this a the red a four and the rest a three. Mm. I think I couldn't figure out how to rate that. I rated it 2.5, and my only reasoning there was uh, I felt like the other brute cards do more stuff for you than this one does. And then in Guardian... Like, I don't know if I want this one over my other stuff just because of so many of my things uh, have a weird cost 
that it doesn't really fit totally. into a curve. So 2.5, yeah. but I feel like I'm absolutely wrong. So do with what it's, you will with that. It's, it's not a six. So like it has, it has downside. Like you, you make good points that like it, it's not, it's not like you. the best card in your deck, but it's like, it's good. <laughs> uh, next up we have flat trackers. Cause now we're into brute warrior land. Uh, these are legs that action destroy this, create an agility, and it has blade break one. Uh, four stars, five stars, four slash five. Yep, fully agree. So, so good. It's the best of the token creators, of course, because it's agility. Yeah, super good. Yeah, this is a card I'm happy to pack one, pick one. Absolutely. Yep. All right, next up we have Runner Runner. This is a two for six Brute Warrior attack action. It blocks three, and it says when this attacks, if it has go again, create an agility token. I gave this five stars. I think that this card is crazy. Two for six go again is great in any format, and the fact that it chains your agility is a yep. huge thing that you want to be doing in this format. Agreed. Five-star card. Super good. Yep. Uh, next up, we have Clash of Agility. Brute slash warrior. It's a two for six that defends for three and has clash. And it's clashing for an agility, uh, which makes sense because of its name. Uh, I give this three stars. I would love to have a couple of these in my deck for sure. Pretty good. Yeah, this this is a tricky hybrid card because it's so good in brute and it's so medium in warrior. Um so I give it four. Um, as warrior, it's like sometimes a liability. Like I want to block with my three block, but I don't want to give them an agility that they can like plan their whole turnaround. Um, totally. Like it's not but an it's optional super clash. good in the mirror, in the warrior mirror. Like when you initiate a clash, if you have one of these and you get an agility out of nowhere on your defense, would be sweet. Totally. It is a, like it is a choice to include it. So like as warrior, like I would take a look at the the deck that you have and like there's warrior decks that probably shouldn't be playing this but as a yeah. brute you just slam this it's so good yeah all right next is take it on the chin this is another one of those uh two prevention instants um this is the brute warrior one prevents two damage and if you do create an agility token this might be a hot take but this is a five for me this card is crazy it's de-react basically that creates an agility and you can like time it whenever you need it. This card's nuts. Cool. I love that. I gave it 2.5. But I feel like it maybe is closer to a three. But it still has like the things I don't rate high are maybe because I are they're so niche that they don't fit into like a cohesive deck. You know what I mean? But it's like yeah. you would be happy if you had this and you got an agility token. So yeah. Totally. This just like plays into all my like mid-rangey sem like <laughs> sensibilities where it's like yeah. this is a blocking option that lets me like turn the corner and like be offensive back totally everything that i like in a card yeah uh next up brute warrior block card named run into trouble it's a red stripped card and has no uh value to play it uh defense for three when this defends if you control an agility token deal one damage to the attacking hero could be good but 
I gave this a two. I would rather have other block cards if I'm or damage prevention cards. Yeah, this is a two to two and a half. Um, but you get some you get some equity just by the fact that it exists. Um, like some people are a little more leery to go to zero. Yeah, yeah, or to go to one. Sorry, against like brute or warrior because you just never know. Fair. Um, all right. Next up is test of agility. Same thing, brute warrior block card. This one blocks for four, and it says when this defends clash with the attacking hero, the winner creates an agility token. Same with clash of agility. This is like so good in brute and so risky in warrior, but it's still a block four that you have to include. I think I'm giving it four stars. I also gave it four stars. Just in either scenario, agility on your defensive <clears throat> turn is so good that it's it's worth worth having it, worth picking it up. Uh, next up, we have agile wind up three for seven brute warrior attack defense for two instant discard this create an agility token. This one's nuts. It's maybe a five windmill slam this win you the game. Yep. This is a four and a half fish, almost five for me in every color. I want any copy I can get. Yeah, that's a great point in every color. So good. Yep. And it's on rate. Yep, and it's on rate. We love that. So flexible. All right, next up, Rising Speed. Another one of the rising like trio. Yeah. This is two for five, blocks two. And it says, if you've drawn a card this turn, this gets go again. Um, I gave this three. I think it's it's not something that you're excited to have, but it when it's good, it's great. But a lot of the time, it's like it could very well be a two, but I'll go with three. I gave it two stars for sure. Yeah. Cause I don't know, like if I have a blue of this, I'm like sad. Oh yeah. We're not playing. <laughs> you the know blues. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next up is wage agility brute warrior attack three for seven defense for two. When this attacks a hero, you may wager an agility token with them. Uh, I give this three stars. Uh, you don't really want to give them an agility, but it's on rate, and depending on who you're against, you might just uh, be fine. Maintain yeah, this is abilities. a four. This is a four for me. Um, I think it's like a, particularly the red one because uh, the seven is such a big number. But this opens up so much for Olympia. This opens up. I mean, it's obviously good in brute, and part of why it's so good is that if they get the agility they've given you cards so they're like their agility turn is are like inherently not as strong as it would have been yeah um but yeah at red this is a, a card i'm happy to pack pack one pick one nice um next one we got lead with speed this is our one cost three buff two block non-attack action and that gives your next brute or warrior attack plus three and it says create an agility token this is four stars. This is just a glue piece. It's probably a little better in warrior than it is in brute, but it's very good in both. Yeah, I gave it 3.5. Uh, just because like, and it's only this one tiny niche scenario is that like, I would love to have multiple of these, but then if I have multiple of these, I have a bunch of block twos. So yeah, but you're getting stuck with block twos anyway. Yeah, you have There's block so twos no matter set. what. But that was my yeah. reasoning. It's probably a 12 star card. 15. Stars. 15. 
Boom. Okay, now we're into Guardian Warrior. We're almost there. We're getting down to it. Uh, Vigor Girth. Guardian Warrior chest piece. Destroy this, create a Vigor token. Has Blade Break. Uh, what did I give this? Three? Yep. Yeah. Three I stars. think this is the three and a half. I think it's the worst of the three token creators, but it's yeah. still... And that's how relevant. I have it. Gauntlet of Might was 3.5. Flat Trackers was four. And Vigor Girth is three. Boom. Rated. Boom. All right. We have a, a Guardian Warrior Majestic. This is Double Down. This is another one of those weird ones. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it costs two, but you may destroy a gold rather than pay the, the cost for Double Down. And it says the next attack that wagers this turn gets plus three and overpower. And if a hero would create one or more tokens from a wager this turn, instead they create that many plus one of each of the tokens. So a lot to go through here. It doesn't wager on its own. It's like you need a wager like card to pair with it. Um, so this is like a really good combo with um, the, the Galia, the Olympia headpiece, because you can basically turn this on in reactions um, and like give your whatever attack plus three in reactions with the headpiece. But this card is weird. It's ceiling is high. Its floor is a three block non-attack. So it's getting four stars from me. Nice. I gave it three. Uh, has a lot of upside, but is niche. So there we go. Yeah, it's niche for sure. Uh, Clash of Vigor, Guardian Warrior attack. Two for six, defense for three. Uh, and it's a rare red red card here. So when this defends, clash with an attacking hero. Winner creates a vigor token. Uh, I give this 2.5. You know? Yeah. It's fine. I give it, I give it three. It's fine. Yeah. It's glue yeah. piece. Yeah. Better I, in Guardian I, than Warrior. Yeah. Absolutely. Could be okay with that as well with a three. Um, next up is Slap Happy. So this is the final of our three uh, instants that prevent two. Um, so if the next time you'd be dealt damage this turn, prevent two. If you do, create a Vigor. Um, I really like these instants. Um, I think the ability to like plan your turn around these tokens like more proactively is a big like boon for them. So I gave this four. I think it's like probably three and a half to four. But um, being able to like arsenal this and save it for an overpower or like attack react and then plan your turn around the vigor is is quite strong that, that seems fair i just still am pretty low on all of these cards and this one i'm the lowest on uh because sometimes the vigor just like doesn't work out especially when you have to use a card that prevents damage so i give it two stars that's fair yeah we'll see uh next up is hardy block guardian warrior block card that defends for three when this defends if you control a vigor token gain one life uh i don't think this is as good as the other some of the other block cards uh i yeah. give this 2.5 stars yep this is it's a yeah, 2.5. I put three, but you're right. It's a 2.5. Yeah, like you have to also have a Vigor token already somehow. Yeah. yeah. It's just narrow. Yep. All right, next up we have our four block block card, which we love. This is love Test of that. Vigor. 
When this defends clash with the attacking hero, the winner creates a vigor token. It blocks four, it gets four stars. <laughs> it blocks four, it gets four stars. I gave this one just slightly less, 3.5, because uh, I just, it's not as, didn't feel as good as the other ones, but you're right, maybe just because it blocks four, it should just be a four, four star situation. Uh, almost done, rising. Ooh, I get a rising card this time. Rising energy. Two for six, Guardian Warrior, defense for two. If you've drawn a card this turn, this costs one less to play. Uh, I gave this 2.5 stars. Uh, the If you've drawn a card, cards are tough to kind of pull off. Yeah, I think that this card is like not very good, but I do like the red in like precisely Olympia. You can just like have this in Arsenal, hold a blue on your turn, pop a gold, refresh arsenal and still come in for six um so i gave the red a three it's a two and a half and then the rest are like one and a half to two yeah that's fair that's fair all right next we have a wind up we have the probably the least interesting of the wind ups maybe it's just because you can't play it in brute but this is the vigorous wind up three for seven just like the rest and then it has the instant discard this creative vigor um, i gave it three stars just because it's on rate. It's doing everything that you want, um, but just has a little bit less ceiling than the rest. Totally. Uh, I agree. I also gave it three stars. Cool. Uh, next up is Wage Vigor. Three for seven. Defense for two. Guardian Warrior attack. And you guessed it. When you attack, you can wager a Vigor token with them. Uh, I gave this 3.5. Three for seven. Yeah with a three for token. seven with upside yeah yep it's a four for me specifically the red i just really like these three for seven wagers which is my olympia f- favoritism <laughs> showing but um i think it's good i think three for seven that gives you a hit effect is exactly what you don't want your opponent doing to you so yeah that's what you should try to do yeah <clears throat> all right and lastly for our hybrid cards we have lead with heart um, this is the one for three buff for Guardian and Warrior that creates a Vigor token and costs one. Um, I gave this four. It's a soft four. Um, it's probably three and a half, but one for three and creating a Vigor is quite good. The I think the Vigor is easy to like undervalue, especially in Warrior, because um, it just lets you threaten reactions and do other stuff that otherwise you couldn't. Yeah, that's think? fair. I gave it 2.8. In my only real experience with this card was like I had it in a guardian deck and I could not figure out how to play yeah. it in with my cost curve. So it just felt clunky. But I do totally. I do like the one costed kind of pumps because especially this one because it makes a vigor. So then it like kind of chain them. Yeah, you could chain those together. So but still it, it felt clunky. So 2.8. Yep. Meh. Okay. Generics. We're almost done, Zane. Generics. We might get this do done it. in under two hours, which would be incredible. <laughs> Glory Seeker. It's a generic headpiece. Instant. Pay three. Destroy this. Draw a card. Uh, probably one of the more underwhelming cards. I gave this a one. Mm, yeah. It's, it's in contention for a one. I gave it a two, but 
yeah, it might be a one. Um, Just because there's those cards that then get a situation off of drawing a card, but this costs a whole card. So I don't know. It just makes those not as good. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It makes like your pitch deck, like when you're at like your blues in Kasai, gives them some gives them some upside because it makes your swords free. But it, yeah, it's not good. One's pretty reasonable. Okay. Especially be, especially because the headpieces in this set are crazy. Yes. So like if you get totally. one of the good ones. Like if this is, and I would rather have Sheltered Cove over this also. Yeah. 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 So next up, Sheltered Cove, uh, three cost, instant headpiece, pay three, destroy this. The next time you'd be dealt damage this turn, prevent two. Um, the first thing my brain did when I saw this card was think of Dromai, which you probably <laughs> won't play this, but it's <laughs> unconditional three ash, which is funny. Um, I gave this a two. I think it's bad, but better than Glory Seeker. I gave it 2.5 because it is kind of useful even though yeah. you have to pitch for it, like against overpower and that sort of thing could keep you alive. For sure. Um, do you want to do these adversity cards all as one? Cause they're kind of the same. Yeah, totally. That's what I have. That's how I rated them. Uh, so there's a head, chest, arms, and legs for confronting or overcoming some sort of adversity in your life. And mm-hmm. uh, you can only basically defend with them if the uh attack or opponent has like fulfilled a specific condition i just gave them all 2.5 yeah seems high now (laughs) no i think that's reasonable i think two block blade breaks no joke Um, yeah that's true i think yeah about about like a soft three two and a half to three is yeah is about right like some of them are better than others. Um, you don't need to like get in the weeds, but yeah, I, th- I think the legs are the best. I think so too, but I would rather just because there aren't many contentious spots for legs. Yeah. These kind of just mean? like are the opposite of flat trackers. Where like flat yeah. trackers creates the agility and this like blocks two if they have agility. So. Totally. But for the head, chest and arms, I would rather <laughs> have the other ones we talked about. Yeah, I agree. All right, we'll do the same thing with these uh, headliner, stadium, ticket puncher, all these that require you to have less life than your opponent, and then if you do, they block one. Yeah. I'll go ahead and give these one, actually. I put two, but these are are bad. (laughs) I gave them 1.5, which does feel generous. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe they're just so often aren't on like, yeah. And then they're just like, you can't get rid of them or like, I guess you could, you just block for zero, but they can be a liability for down, but not out. So yeah, exactly. Which, oh yeah. Yeah. Which is a really good card. So one, one star, all of those. Yeah. They're bad. Uh, now we get into the generic majestics. Nasty surprise is a Zane is probably going to love this card. Cause it's a blue that's free and defends for three attacks for it's two. An attack. It's an attack though. Yeah, it's an attack, so maybe it doesn't get that high of a rating. When an opponent's effect puts this into your graveyard from anywhere, create a agility, might, and vigor token. Uh, I give this two stars, and it doesn't get a one star because it's a blue that blocks for three. Agree fully. Two star. Beautiful. Uh, next, we have pay up. Three costs, six attack, three block attack, generic attack. Um, if the defending hero controls a gold, this gets overpower. And when this hits a hero, gain control of a gold t- token they control. If you don't, deal one additional damage to them. 
this is a three. There's a lot of gold tokens in this set, so just like sniping someone for three overpower or for six overpower, like getting three over the top, yeah, can it can close a game. Um, it's fine. Agreed. Three stars. Ripple away. Generic attack action cost two is a blue. Defense for three, attacks for four. Instant, discard this if an attack action card would create one or more tokens this turn. Instead, it creates that many minus one for each of those tokens. Uh, I just didn't understand how often this was going to come up or if I cared that this card was in my pack over anything else. One star. I hate this card as an Azalea player. (laughs) This card is stupid. It does everything I don't like. Anyways, I give it a two. <laughs> it's probably a one. Yeah. I hate this card. Yeah, stupid. Great art, though. Face. Yeah, great art. What a waste. Um, <laughs> all right, let's move on. Let's get this card out of my mind. <laughs> Next up, we have Standing Order. This card almost doesn't look like it belongs because of how strong it is relative to the other cards but this is a zero cost four attack three block when this attack or defends you may bottom your arsenal and get plus two attack and defense um this card's crazy i i gave it a four it's very close to a five Um, yeah i gave it 4.5 yeah it's really good it's super good super good uh tenacity generic attack it's a yellow and it's a zero costed three blocker that attacks for two. When this attacks, it gets plus X power, where X is the number of defending cards on this combat chain. Not coming up in this set, so one star. One star. Yeah, that's fair. I gave it two. It, it could happen. but That's fair, I guess. Yeah, you might be right. It's not very good. Yeah. Crazy in CC, though. Oh, yeah. Um, next, we have Seduce Secrets. This is the last of our Majestics. Zero cost yellow instant. Look at the target hero's hand and the top card of their deck. If this was played from Arsenal, draw a card. I gave this a two. It's probably a 1.5, but has some text because it draws a card <laughs> for Kasai and it, has, it gives you some knowledge. I don't know. It's it's a one and a half. Yeah, I gave it a one. It's just not going to come up that often in this format for it to be better than other Majestics don't block at all yeah yeah you're right it's all right into the good stuff down but not out a three for five generic attack action that defends for three when this attacks a hero if you have less health control fewer equipment and tokens than your opponent Mm -hmm. it gets plus three overpower and when it hits create an agility might and vigor token i gave this 3.5 when you pull it off it's absolutely insane but until you can pull it off, it's just a uh, three for five or a block three. Or a block three, yeah. I gave it four. It's kind of like game warping, but yeah, people are have learned to play around it so hard that it's less impactful now. Yeah. Um, but it still comes up. It comes up more than it should, even with people being aware of it, and it can be kind of game winning if it if it happens early enough. So totally i gave it four sweet all right wage gold this is a three for seven two block universal card which means it's whatever class you are and when this attacks a hero you may wager a gold token with them 
All right, Taylor, it's a three for seven wage card. What do we think that I think about this? Four stars. <laughs> Four stars, baby. We love it. I gave it three stars. Blocks two. Yeah, but it wagers. It does. It's good for, Olymp- good for Olympia. <laughs> uh, reinforce the line. Reprint. Generic instant. Target defending attack action card gets plus four or plus three or plus two if it's the red, yellow, or blue. Uh, I gave this 2.5, but maybe it should be like 3.5. It's like your only real defense card, and there's a lot of attack actions. I think the first copy in your deck is very good. I think that, so I gave it a four, but it's not a card I want like more than one of. Yeah, totally. That's fair. Yeah, I like that. One copy is a four. 3.5. 3.5. Yeah. I'll say it's three. Um, the next card is another returning um, card from Monarch. This is Adrenaline Rush to cost four attack. But when this, when you play this, if you have less life than an opposing hero, it gets plus three. So it can be a two for seven at best. I gave this three stars. It's like a totally fine role player that you get near the end of the pack. Um, but I'm not sad if my deck doesn't have any. Yeah. For that exact last statement, I gave it two stars. It just feels a lot weaker in this set than it did in Monarch. You know? Yeah, I would agree with that, actually. Yeah. Uh, the new waifu performance bonus, generic attack action, uh, red, it's free, and defense for two, red attacks for three. When this hits, create a gold token. And if this was played from Arsenal, it gets go again. Uh, love the art on it. Pretty cool. I think it's only That's a cool. 2.5, though. You know, I would rather have a different type of three damage in this game, but I do particularly like this in blue, a little mm. one blue poker the that poke. comes out to give you a gold. Pretty good with go again. I like that. Yeah. I put down three, but I think I'd agree that it it's probably leans more to two and a half, but every so often it comes up and it's annoying. Yeah, um, totally. And don't let Victor hit you with this. <laughs> it's snatched for him um okay next up we have rally the rear guard another monarch banger so this is a two cost six attack two block um with an ability that says once per turn instant discard a card this gets plus three activate this only while this is defending this card is way better than it looks this is basically a defense reaction against warrior it's good in Every every class, and I think that it's underdrafted. At least that was my experience. So I'm giving this four stars. Wow. I was going to give it 2.5, but I could maybe bump it to three. It just also felt weaker than it did in Monarch because you wanted this as a popper. It had that extra utility. You know what yeah. I mean? And it doesn't really have that. I guess it has Brute 6 synergy uh, going on, especially at yellow for KO too. So maybe it does have that extra... But I'm going to stick with 2.5. That's where I'm going. Yeah. I like this card a lot. Awesome. Uh, Trade in. Uprising reprint. Uh, Generic attack action. It's free. Red attacks for three and defense for two. When this attacks, you may discard a card. If you do, draw a card. And if this was played from Arsenal, go again. Kind of a niche card. I give it two stars even though it has some abilities like it create a might with KO intimidate with Reinar, etc. 
uh, it draws you a card. So it's like that easiest way to get those cards that are kind of awkward that have a bonus when you draw a card. Uh, but still, I don't want too many of these. Would rather have other cards. This card's fine. Two stars. Yeah, I give it three. I think it's like a two and a half to three. Um, I think that those like niche things that you bring up are actually like maybe more powerful than like you would first think. Like getting the intimidate for Reinar, like it's three with an intimidate that turns your claws on. So like it has a lot of synergy. Like I think that I don't think that like you can have like the best Reinar deck possible without like one or two red trade-ins. I just thought of it as like, well, I could also then just like attack with that six powered attack I had. <laughs> it's yeah, but discarding it and that's twice as much damage. Yeah, but For I think two action points still. are just action points are just so premium and intimidate is so like important. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, fair. And it turns your claws on. Yeah. All right, next up we have Lunging Press. Just comes in blue, zero cost attack reaction. You know it, you love it. It's from Crucible. Target attack action card gets plus one. This card has caused a lot of stir. I don't, I'm not sure I understand. I'm giving it a two star. I don't really want it, um, but it has some value in the end game, I guess. I gave it 2.5 because of its a reaction. That's a blue. Yeah. But yeah, not as much of a, I, once we saw this was in the set, I thought it was going to be more crazy than it is. And it's still just like classic legend press. Like I want it to be better than it is. <laughs> totally. Like yeah. it's probably most potent on like a concuss, but then that's still like a three card, a three card seven. Yeah. Which, which is like tough. And if they like have the instant that prevents damage or they have the reinforced and like, Oof, that's and good. if you you have to keep basic arsenal one of them and keep two of those cards and you have to like kind of the, show them what's going on yeah totally you're like oh, i just took four damage to do this play you know or five or yeah. more or whatever so anyway uh money where your mouth is my least favorite card to say but one of the best cards i think in the set especially one of the generics it is a non-attack action and uh, cost one defense for two your next attack this turn gets plus three and you may wager a gold token and it has go again uh i gave this three stars red in particular I also, I also gave this three stars it's a little glue piece yeah totally i think more so than maybe the other generics but thus it's higher rating for me Yep, and say it with me. It's good in Olympia. <laughs> uh, all right, final two. Here we, we go. We have starting starting stake. This is a yellow zero cost action. If you control no gold tokens, create a gold token. Blocks three. This is one of those ones that's like weirdly easy to like m play when you already have a gold. Um, so don't do that. Um, but it's blocks three. It's a non-attack. It's not a card I'm excited about, but I play it when I have it most of the time because it blocks three. So I'll give it three stars. Wow. That's a high value card that doesn't have a go again. I gave it one star. Yeah, but the, I, I guess I, 
I'm noticing a theme of like, I really value blocking Suntari Saber quite you highly. Do. You love that. Which I think matters a lot. It um, might. Like, I don't think I want this in Brute, but I think in Warrior and Guardian, I'm like totally happy. Oh, I'm yellows honest. are so bad in Guardian. No way. Would hate this. Most of your Guardian cards block too. So this totally. Is like up in your... Yeah, I don't know. It's I don't it's know. not exciting. It's not exciting, but it's fine. It's like a f- 3.5 sealed card. But in draft it's like one star. Okay, I can maybe I can maybe get behind that. But Okay, sweet. Uh, nice. I don't know. It's a 3 block. A two, two star. <laughs> two star. You walk me down to 2. Okay, 2 fine. Final card, we've done it. Test of strength, generic block, defense for 4. When this defends, clash, and then you get a gold token. Wow, so good. Should be test of golden strength. Uh, four stars. Yeah, it's easy for, if Eesh. you're a victor, it's a five. It's a banger. Um, it's nuts. It's super. So, arguably so good. too good. So good. All right, Zane, we did it in basically two hours. That must be some sort of record. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to have to mark that down for next time. But <laughs> totally. It can be done, folks. Well, uh we'll let you all go. Uh hopefully you found some value out of our set review here and enjoyed looking at our faces as my hair gets increasingly more wild as we uh <laughs> go through all two hundred million cards, etc. But I always like doing this because I think it's such a good exercise. It helps me familiarize myself with the set and I like to see how my opinions change over the season of getting to draft it and stuff. So Yeah. Totally. If you're if you're in Discord with us, tell us the card that we're most wrong about. Yeah. That's always like the most interesting thing to like see big variances on on cards. I actually think set reviews are for a very niche audience and sometimes those people are so niche they don't comment. So, but please do. Which is fine. It is what it is. It's a long it's a long long form piece of media. There's multiple people who do it. We totally get it, but <laughs> <laughs> it's a good way to learn learn the set and see how other people view cards because when you're drafting at PT or just at the shop, you like everyone's going to value cards differently. And if you hear three people set reviews and they all value cards differently, you can kind of get a, a feel for where people are at with different cards. Totally. Draft more so is a thinking person's game than it is like, a, I don't know, a different type of person's game. I don't know. You know, or it's just like, I have all of this information. Now I get to use it. You know, that's what draft feels like. Like I've just, I've mass memorized 200 cards and their values. I have randomly assigned them and the values three other people have assigned them. Now I'm ready to play. (laughs) Yeah. The, the podcast that Yuki and Jay do on the bobble, they talked about how like limited is the most like feeling like a kid style of like card games where it's like like you're, you're getting excited about these like bad cards like I'm like thrilled when I get like a red wage agility which is like yeah. this card that's you know costs two cents and nobody cares about it but like when I like you know wheel like my blue you know lead with heart I'm like stoked and like that's yeah. such a like fun unique thing about limited that it's like 
just so like scrappy and I don't know, makes you get into the weeds a bit. So yeah, I really enjoy it. it. I've, I've yet to prove that I can do it at the, at the highest level at Pro Tour, but we'll it's all right. There. This is your set, baby. Hope so. You're going to do great. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you, Zane. I look forward to having you on the podcast very regularly now. Yeah. Excited to be on the team. Hell yeah. All right. Good night, everybody. Or good day or good afternoon. Bye-bye. See you later. Thanks for editing this, Colin. Love you.